Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generation. We are teaching this, the 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are talking Step 8, Possibilities and how possibilities make life exciting. Uh, your co-hosts <laughs> here with you tonight are me, Kelly Fox, and the beautiful Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It is good to be here, yes. I love coming back each week and speaking to our listeners about these 12 steps. I know that they have greatly affected my life, and I... Um, I do this knowing that they are greatly affecting others. So um, we appreciate for this opportunity to come in and share the 12 Steps to Freedom, um, which uh, for anyone who is new tonight, were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can find out more about the Fearless Living Institute at fearlessliving.org. Um, so let's get rocking on possibilities. Tonight we have a special guest coach on with us tonight, and we're super excited to have her. This is her first time coming on, and hopefully not her last. Um, please welcome Susan Schloss. Thank you very much. It's great to be here with you. Thank you. It's great to have you. So, Susan, why don't you give us a quick um uh, I don't know what the right word is, but quickly tell us what is it that you do, the type of clients that you work with, and then um, just move right into what is possibility for you. Thank you. I'll do that. So I am a certified money coach, which means that my area of expertise in coaching is around people's relationship with money. And so I help people have transformation in their money life on the spiritual, emotional, and practical levels. And I work with money archetypes that help identify the different parts of us that might be operating in our money life to kind of help paint the picture and get out of ourselves to see what's really going on there because a lot of things can be buried in the unconscious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, The clients I work with are people who really want help to make some changes in their money life. They've tried to do it on their own, and it's been difficult, which it can be. And so I work with people who might have spending issues or under-earning issues or just anxiety around money. Yeah. And for me, possibilities. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, I could see that – uh, that your uh, type of coaching would be greatly needed. Yes, it really is, and it can make a big difference for people, which is so gratifying for me, you know. I'm glad. And I really appreciate what the two of you are up to with the 12 steps that you're working with and the transformation that's possible there on many levels. So it's it's a, a nice fit 
I feel with what I'm up to as well. For me, possibilities is is such a great topic right now, and with life is exciting, it kind of challenges us during this time of quarantine and intense change and adaptation to Mm -hmm. stay open, you know, and um, Mm -hmm. to see what this can bring to be empowered and not victimized by the circumstances and to look for the excitement and to let it be okay that there could be some exciting elements to what's happening here, like community coming together all over the world, or maybe the changes in your work life are exciting right now, uh, even if mm-hmm. they might be scary at the same time. So I feel like this topic invites us to hold the excitement right alongside with whatever else might be up for people. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that also this time has been kind of um, an interesting time with the way people are spending or not spending as well. Um, you know, people extremely, um, you know, overbuying certain items where they're not even available in the stores anymore, right? Even, you know, three months into this, you still can barely get toilet paper, um, you know, or people um, – you know, uh, not spending, right? You know, really afraid of what's coming in the future and will they have enough money to um, be prepared for it. Um, So it's kind of interesting how people are going uh, both sides of, you know, of the spectrum and everything also in between as well. But, um, yeah, it's definitely an interesting time in the world. I think that almost every aspect of our lives um, have been affected and will continue to be affected as we go forward long after we're able to uh, leave our homes and gather together again. Definitely. And, yeah, I think in a time like this, whatever patterns people might have around money are going to be getting um, triggered and exaggerated. Mm -hmm. It. So it's, it is interesting to see how people are responding. And I like to invite the people in my community to stay open and not have any preconceived ideas about whether their income is going to decrease or increase if they're business owners and just stay open. Yeah. Yeah, I know I could totally use you as a coach. I have <laughs> lots of money <laughs> issues. <laughs> but um, well, so I love how you were talking about life getting exciting, and I think that that is a, a great way to shift your perception of the unknown, right? There's so much uncertainty and unknown in front of us, you know, way more than there ever was, Um in, in the areas that there are now, right? And um, and so looking at it as an adventure or something that's exciting, I think is a, a great way to um, to filter that information coming in. Absolutely. That it's an adventure. We're all, this world is together doing something we have never done before in this generation. Mm-hmm. 
for these generations. And mm-hmm. so how can we make the most of it in ways that yeah. we can carry forward as well? It's quite an opportunity. Yeah. And I, I think that life is exciting it really invites people to open up to a different layer of a higher level of expectation of how to live in general, whether or not we're in a crisis like we are right now. I love that because it invites us to be in joy, to be in excitement, to wake up, oh, what's today going to hold? And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us don't necessarily have a habit of doing that. So I think it's a great thing to bring in. Yeah, I think being more mindful and more intentional with our our choices is definitely something that um, could really benefit at this time. You know, a lot of the times we can just, when life's moving fast and we're in our normal routine, we can kind of just get lost in that, right? We're just, you know, putting one foot in front of the other. We're just, you know, doing um, doing what we know. And now that we've all been kind of um, jolted out of that, it's like, okay, well, now what am I going to choose? It's, there's not this normal uh, pattern of events. Um, you know, for some people, it's totally. a, a wide open schedule. And so, how am I going to? How am I going to fill my day? You know, um, and and being more mindful of that is is definitely going to be an adventure. And um, you know, really looking at our choices and being intentional with them. Um, you know, I think that that is, uh, that is a huge step forward for people. Absolutely. Terry, um, what are you thinking as you're hearing Susan uh, share about the, the money situation and things that are going on with, um, from your perspective or from your situation um, that's going on right now with this uh, quarantine? Well, I think uh, when, when we consider possibilities, there's certainly been changes and I, I live by myself. So my biggest um, adjustment was to, to not have, uh, have people around that I can hug and, and uh, have that personal contact with. Uh, so that's been the biggest, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say it's a struggle, but the challenge for me. But it was also a possibility to see what really is important to me. And it was mm. very interesting as I was reflective, at, you know, what am I missing? Why am I missing that? What can I do to to, ch- to re re-examine that in a way that will support me so that I can be open and present and I can uh, look for those possibilities for growing. Uh, money, I don't know that money is, was a, a real issue for me. I, I'm i retired, so I have my pension. There wasn't a really a big change in, in the possibilities of my my income, so that hasn't been a real concern for me, but what I did did discover was the things that um, that really meant a lot to me, and so I was kind of getting depressed because I just wanted to hug so bad, and so 
I was talking to another coach and, and I was just telling her I was getting kind of blue and, and I wasn't just letting those feelings go through me. I was hanging on to them. And so I, she suggested, well, what, what could you hug? And I thought, hmm. So I asked my oldest daughter to, to get me a, a big teddy bear or something at Target and bring it to me so I'd have something to hug. And she went over to my my grandson and my great-granddaughter had this huge bunny that she wasn't playing with. And, I mean, it's almost as big as I am. And so my daughter brought it to me. And I can't tell you that that small switch in my thinking and that possibility of what can I hug if I can't hug my kids and my grandkids made such a difference in my ability to uh, to be present and open to other possibilities. And so that, I mean, I'm sitting right here with them in my chair right now because it's just uh-huh. that being that present, um, you know, I've named them and I care, I sleep with them and I, you know, it's, it's just uh, been amazing that I, who would have thought and who was, and I was willing to look at that as a possibility and it made all the difference in the world. So just opening ourselves up to when we're having these feelings of missing something or uh, the unknown, well, what are the possibilities? What can we do? How, you know, do we just give in to those feelings or do we find a possibility that might take the place of that? And I've just found lots of ways to connect and to, um, to do things differently and to see things differently. And I think those are all possibilities. And so it's a willingness to look at things differently and to say, how can, how can I fill that void? How can I find something to do that will um, feed my soul? How can I connect? And I, I used to feel bad if my kids didn't check on me. And then I thought, hmm, why don't I check on my kids? And just that switch. Of, yeah. Well, it's possible for me to check on my kids and see how they're doing. And, and I, you know, it just, it's, a switch in the way we think about things and, and I really think that has to do with possibilities. I love that. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. love that you talk to another coach too because that can so often open a door when we can't work it out in our own head, you know. Yeah, talk yeah, to, we have an know. amazing uh, community of coaches and for living and uh I mean, that's one of the things that we've done a lot during this uh, isolation is there's different groups of us that that Zoom together, you know, just because we we have a toolbox, we have a set of strategies, and we can support each other and remind each other, well, have have you tried this? Or what, you know, just asking each other questions and bringing out those possibilities. Because this is not, it's not an easy situation to all of a sudden for what are we going on now, Um, eight weeks? nine weeks of of being isolated in our home and I'm in that risky age group. I don't I'm don't have any underlying uh health issues but I still am being very careful and so I um it, it's a whole new world. <laughs> Just like uh you know, they sing in Aladdin, a whole new world. And mm-hmm. uh and I've had to really look at how to negotiate that and how to mitigate the the possibilities of filling a void. And I think that willingness keeps keeps me from, you know, maybe feeling sad or, or um, you know, even getting depressed or anxious. You know, I think that those are some really dangerous paths we can take when we're isolated. 
for sure. Absolutely. I think I wanted that to. In, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I wanted to bring the money types into this conversation a little bit because they shine light on some of these dynamics. Mm-hmm. If that's okay yeah. with you guys. Um, Absolutely. So the the warrior is the one that we want to have in charge. And when I thought about, well, which money types would be carrying that excitement? The warrior would be excited about, what can I do? How can I take action in this situation? How can I reframe my business or solve these problems? And then the other one would be the magician, who is more mastering the internal world. And so the magician is going to be excited because this is such an opportunity for transformation. And the magician is the one that is connected to source, so it's a real opportunity to draw on our spiritual strength as well. So there's that internal excitement that we can draw on too. And then the creator artist, and these are the three we want to have active. There are eight money types. The creator artist is the one that's going to be purpose-driven. And so it would be, you know, what would be meaningful meaningful for me to do right now? And I've felt personally drawn to supporting musicians or people who have a retail store who are friends of mine and giving some donations as I'm able to. You know, so that's the creator artist part of me that wants to do that. And then the areas that we have to watch out for that you were touching on there, Terry, are the victim. And it's easy to get caught in that right now. It could be easy. And just recognizing when it's up is the first step, which is what I heard you say too. And then we can also get uh, affected by the martyr or the innocent. The innocent is the one that could go into the anxiety about money and, you know, how is it going to turn out? And the victim could feel like a sense of powerlessness. So that's a little tour of some of those money types and how they might be playing out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people are probably feeling um, powerless right now, especially since, especially here in California, we are pretty locked down, even though now they're starting to lift um, some of the guidelines or some of the, I don't know what the word is, but some places are opening and, um, and everything. But I think a lot of people do feel powerless. You know, I, 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 my kids, I know, feel powerless. You know, they can't go to school. They can't um, be with all their friends. They, they can't learn the way that they used to. They have, you know, this totally different way of learning that does not work for most of them. And, you know, how is that going to affect their grades? How is that going to affect the next year of school? How is that going to then affect, you know, their college transcripts? Um, you know, the the lasting effects of this. And I, I think that a lot of people are feeling powerless because with a situation like this, we really don't have control. And I think the, the line between what we actually control and what we think control, what we think we control is becoming very defined for people right now. Interesting. I, I do think families are some of the, well, 
different people are affected in different ways, but it has it's having a huge impact on families with children at home for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody has the thing that you know, there's there's something that's affecting everyone, of course. You know, um, you know, I just feel blessed that we're all healthy. Um, you know, I would hate for us to be in, you know, one of those areas where a lot of people are getting sick and unfortunately a lot of them are dying. And um, for us here, it's, it's in, Fres- in the Fresno County area, it's not that bad. And, um, you know, we're all, we're all healthy. And so we can also get into that, um, you know, get stuck in that, that place of thinking, well, it's not that bad, you know, why, why are we not doing this? Why are we not doing that? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Um, and not necessarily see, uh, you know, the, how that attitude could affect the larger population. Um, I think right now it's, it's a real balancing act of, um, how we act in this situation. And I think that alone triggers people. Definitely. Yeah. It's a, it's um, a... uh-huh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I, I forgot already what I was going to say. So you go. <laughs> so, um, I guess the question is, like, with your kids at home, how are you helping them to uh, see the situation in a way that makes it maybe opens them to possibilities? I mean, we talk a lot about about the fact that this isn't forever um, and that we are going to go back to school and things are going to get back to normal and it's just, what is the what is the best way we can get through this as we're going through this? Like, how can we we know it's going to end, right? So it's it's a certain amount of time. It's not forever. So how can we best address you know the day to day, stay in the present moment type situation? Um, some days are good, some days aren't, and I think that we kind of address. Each day as a new day, you know, I get up, I say my prayers, I say thank you for today, you know, and just, um, you know, today can can be completely different from from yesterday, and I think that's kind of what we focus on, just trying to um, handle each day the best way we can. Beautiful. And I I think that is the beautiful thing about each day. Like each day you wake up with a blank slate and, you know, um, a whole new set of hours to make different choices. And, um, and you get that gift every single day. And I think that is just possibilities, you know, um, is all about that. Yes. And I think it's a real um, opportunity to just 
the the skills that we develop as as we journey and as we transform our lives into lives of gratitude and possibilities and awareness and a willingness to move forward, a willingness to serve, to love others, that there's just, there are more opportunities when you, when you don't have so much to do. I mean, the first couple of weeks of this, of this way back in March, I just, I was so elated because I just crossed every meeting off of my calendar <laughs> and I'd been, I'd been thinking that I would like to, uh, to do some practicing of saying no and getting control of, of my time better. And then boom, all of a sudden I had all of this time and all these possibilities for using, using time. And it was very exciting. Unfortunately, there's a thing called zoom and now my calendar is full of meetings again. (laughs) So the possibility for, uh, again, making those choices. Do I, do I want to, uh, be so involved in, in so many different things? Can I uh, walk away from having to know everything that's going on and being a part of everything? And do I enjoy the possibility of having more time and, and being able to make choices to do things that, that aren't work-related? And I say, yes, I, I really did. So I see that I see as an opportunity and a possibility to, to find out what that felt like and how I might be able to make those choices and perhaps um, have my life just be a little bit more centered on the things that mean the most to me, which I have found out what those are because of this, the possibility of being by myself for this long and Mm, really being able to see what's important. And now I can make choices based upon that. And I think that's a real possibility going forward. Uh, we don't know exactly what it'll be like when when this ends, and it will take a time for it to gradually um, return to whatever normal is. I mean, I've heard a lot of economists say that we will go back to what we had before, um, but we, it's an unknown. So, what do I know? I know how I feel being able to make choices based upon what's important to me, and that's the possibility I'd like to move forward with. How what a powerful outcome. What? What a powerful outcome you. for you. Yeah, I I think it is a powerful outcome. I I'm very grateful for that and I've learned a lot about myself. And and I think that the possibility of doing that would have never occurred without this uh this shutdown. Mhm. Right. Yeah. I feel like when something happens to us physically where we can where we 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 feel it, we know it, you know, in our heads and in our body or our heart, it lasts longer than if it's just this fleeting thought or something that someone told us and, and it resonated with us. But when it's a we have a feeling that can take us back there, it has a stronger a stronger hold on us. I think that this time and because it's been so physically different, right, um, that it's going to last with us longer than if it was just, um, if, it, if it didn't last this long, if it wasn't as, you know, strict of guidelines. And I, 
I hope that we do value connection more uh, going forward and value um, teachers and, um, you know, nurses and doctors and, um, you know, uh, supermarket, you know, shelves, shelvers, you know. All these people that are yeah. out there keeping us going and making it possible for us to, you know, live our lives. I just, I hope that we come out of this more grateful. I um, think that's a beautiful possibility to mm-hmm. hold. Absolutely. We are almost out of time. So, Susan, um, if, what would be the, the most important thing you would want our listeners listeners to come a, come away with tonight? To be gentle with yourself, first, first of all. To give yourself space for feelings. And as you let them move through you, as Terry put it, to open to love and stay connected to your higher power, whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. And come back to that sense of trust and inner security because that's mm-hmm. the security that never changes. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Yep. Love it. I couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't have said it any better. That's exactly what I would say as well. It's that the faith. Uh yeah. today when I was um having my morning prayers I just I said, you know, it's really I can move forward and do whatever you want me to do. I have faith, you know, faith that this is your plan, this is your path, and I'm going to stay true to that faith. Yeah, and I think as we do that, then that stability that we have can move into other areas of our life. And like you were talking um, with the archetype, you know, getting – um, not feeling that need to um, to act without thinking, right? Like when we're centered, right. we can make those choices um, in what we call freedom. Um, but from those those um, those archetypes that are that are going to take us where we want to go. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for being on the show tonight. We appreciate it. We know that our listeners got something new from you that they haven't gotten from us, and that's what we love about having uh, guest coaches on the show. Um, And you guys can all find Susan on our website, fearlessgenerations.org, under the Guest Coach tab. She is there with all of her information as well as her link to get a hold of her. And um, you will also be able to uh, see her on the Facebook group. So we thank you, everybody. We thank you, Susan. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night.